Yo, 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 yo. Welcome, everybody, to the Cinema Lounge Podcast, episode 24. My name is Garrett Inman, where we just chill and talk about movies. That's the motto. That's just how we roll, man. Well, if you're very confused right now and wondering, why does Garrett sound like a 14-year-old Alice and boy? Um, allow me to introduce myself properly. My name is Duncan Covert, and I'm filling in for Garrett this week as he is out of town in Colorado, stranded in the middle of the desert, if you've seen some of the stories. Um, but he couldn't be here, um, so he asked me to fill in and step in for him this week. So I hope that I can do uh, my part, um, and I'm just honored to be here and be back on this podcast with you guys. So I want to also introduce, uh, as you see now, um, a guest of mine that I brought with me. He is a co-host of the uh, infamous, for lack of a better word, uh, Sports and Donuts podcast, Mr. Ethan Pompeo. What's up, man? They call me the Pope. I'm <laughs> Ethan Pompeo. They call the Pope. it. They, yes, he is the Pope. He is the Pope. I am the Pope. But yeah, man, hey, thanks for coming on, bro. I'm glad we could do this. You're oh welcome. Gosh, what the heck, bro? I don't yeah. know, bro. It just... Yeah. But yeah, we're just here. We're just here for Garrett. Um, we're stepping in for him. And this is episode 24 of the Cinema Lounge podcast. So let's go right into uh, the what he calls, I believe, if I said this right, the weekly headlines. And I'm sure, depending on what Garrett does, this will be on the screen. Uh, if not, I will do my best to explain. But starting with the first headline, which then I'll um, get your reaction, Ethan. So trailer number two of the upcoming Venom movie, Venom Let There Be Carnage, came out just a couple of days ago. And Ethan, you know, when I first watched it, it's like, dang, this looks really promising. Like Carnage looked a lot better CGI wise than the first trailer. Um, I kind of I kind of thought that he looked a little bit cartoonish and not really intimidating and scary like Carnage is. Um, but he looks a lot better in this trailer. Uh, and it looks like it's a lot of fun. Um, now I can understand, and I'll get your opinions on this because I'm sure you've seen the first one, but I've, I've known and seen some people that really didn't care for the first one. And in some ways I understand why. Um, but for me, I really had a good time with it. Um, especially the relationship between Eddie and Venom. And it's looking like they're continuing to do that, or they will continue to do that, um, in this next film. So, Ethan, have you seen the trailer? I'll be honest, Duncan, I haven't even seen the first movie. You haven't seen Venom, bro? No, it's just, it, it kind of, when I found out that Venom had nothing to do with the Spider-Verse, like, I thought, and then I found out Venom was in San Francisco. That bothered me, bro. Like, <laughs> Why did it bother you, man? Because Venom's supposed to be in New York City, bro. Like, you know, what I was, I feel like Eddie, that guy, Tom Hardy's Venom with Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man, that would have been top tier. That would have been a great, that would have been amazing. But now I really do want to see the first and second because Woody Harrelson playing Cletus Cassidy yeah. as Carnage, Yeah, that, that looks pretty dope. You know, Cletus Cassidy is crazy, like really messed up in the head. And Woody Harrelson's a great actor to play that role. And um, just the way Carnage looked in that trailer, that was pretty dope. That, that was amazing. Dude, I was shocked when I saw that. Yeah, and especially he looked, like, it, it, he looked really good. And uh, 
the end of the trailer got me cracking when uh, uh he was like i'll let you eat anybody you want <laughs> yeah that was funny he's like anyone yes anyone he's like oh yeah <laughs> dude it was, was... It was hilarious bro yeah yeah it was a really uh really good trailer it got me excited for the movie um it, it 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 seemed like it didn't reveal too much about the movie other than um what the relationship will be like between um Cletus oh did I say that yeah Cletus Cassidy and uh Eddie Brock it showed a little bit of how that relationship will uh start because as you heard from him that uh I'm probably gonna botch the line but he's like Eddie we're family um and that makes sense because in the trailer, he bites Eddie Brock's yeah, hand to get the uh, symbiote, uh, then which transforms into Carnage. So it kind of makes sense. So you kind of get a glimpse of the relationship, but the trailer looked really good. Um, Ethan, you really need to watch the first one before you go see uh, Let There Be Carnage. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. for sure. You need to find a way to see that, man. It's, you know, there's going to be, like I said, there's people that don't really necessarily like it and, I understand in some ways why it's not a perfect film, but if you put that all aside, it's really good. So hopefully you get to watch it here soon. Um, next bit of news here. It was confirmed that the uh, late, great Chadwick Boseman, uh, rest in peace, will voice King T'Challa in only four episodes of the upcoming Marvel series, What If, which comes out August 11th. Um, I'm excited for that. You excited for it? The entire what if like they said it was canon dude they said like that's gonna that's great that's awesome yeah I, I was about that was gonna be my next uh bit of news uh the writer confirmed that uh, what if would be canon and for those that don't understand what that means it's basically this what if tv show that's coming up uh on disney plus is officially a part of the marvel cinematic universe so it's going to play a big role in how marvel movies are um, from phase for the rest of phase four and on. Um, so don't whatsoever, do not look over this, this, uh, this series whatsoever. Don't look over it. Um, and how this transpired was at the end of Loki. Um, you saw Loki and Sylvie, spoiler warning, my bad. It's, it is what it is. Opened up the multiverse and pretty much every, all the crap hit the fan. No pun intended, but um, so that's what what if's gonna follow right after that, um, and it's gonna break open the multiverse even more, uh, which then turns into Spider Man No Way Home, Doctor Strange Two, all that good stuff like that. So um, this show is officially canon, so it's gonna be dope. And also, too, the last bit of part of this with what if, um, so far there's confirmed two seasons. I don't know how many more they would do after that but we know for sure that each season will be nine episodes each which is promising which is great i'm always down for nine episodes what are you gonna say Ethan? well i was gonna ask is it like are they um it's not like nine episodes focused around each a different character right like it's just nine episodes right of like season and then they'll do like different people different episodes like you I'm, said I'm, chadwick boseman will be in four episodes and that'll be four episodes out of nine episodes that one season no i think i think from my understanding of what i've watched youtube videos or what uh whatsoever on um 
So each episode will revolve around a certain scenario. Um, like, for example, the most popular one so far, Peggy Carter is Captain Britain. Um, but also to my understanding, too, that there's going to be certain characters. So like Chadwick Boseman's King T'Challa or Black Panther uh, and also Spider-Man are going to be are going to have bigger roles. And then they however they do it, I'm not sure they're going to show up in more than one episodes whether that's towards the end of the episode or whatever. But yes, it does focus on scenarios and different episodes, but there's some certain characters that will bleed over and be a continuation of the episode before. So that's to my understanding. Um, so probably that's what Black Panther is going to be. That's going to be part of his character. Because also, I just, I just remember this too, uh, the what if scenario with Black Panther uh, this is not a spoiler warning because it's in the trailers, um, but it's what if Black Panther was um, Star Lord? Yeah, Star -Lord, right? Lord, and he was kidnapped by the Ravagers. Um, so that might play more into each episode instead of that just that one certain one. So it'll be interesting to see. Uh, but that that series starts August 11th. Which if I can get my calendar real quick, by the time that you're listening to this. Whoops, that's the calculator. My bad. By the time you're listening to this, it will come out this Wednesday. So be ready for that. Um, it will premiere on Wednesday, August 11th. So next bit of news, Knives Out 2, which, Ethan, have you seen the first one? No, it has, like, Chris Evans and, like, the guy who plays James Bond, right? It has all yeah, them Daniel in it, Craig, right? it has a... Um, Daniel, yeah. Yeah, it has a bunch of other famous actors, and it's really good. You need to see it. Um, it's like a crime, like a mystery, like right, like a yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely a murder mystery um, movie, and it's really, really good. Um, really good characters, really good storyline, um, and the twist for twist at the end was really good. It landed it well. Uh, and then the director Ryan Johnson, which if you don't know, um, directed um what uh, the last jedi um that was the that was the worst one of the new ones oh yeah 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 i remember that guy yeah so he directed that one uh he also directed knives out um which he did really good on um but anyway the news is he confirmed that they are halfway through filming knives out 2 uh which is expected to come out sometime in 2022 so we'll be on the lookout for that for sure yeah. Next bit of news, Terry Crews, uh, famous actor, comedian, um, known for his role mainly in um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Uh, as we know, the last season has been confirmed and will premiere um, this year or next year or something like that. Um, but the last season is coming up and Terry Crews is already pitching ideas for a Brooklyn Nine-Nine movie. Um, so we'll see about that. Have you ever seen Brooklyn Nine-Nine? We've seen some of them. Some of it is it good? It's like a like a not. Is it like a Parks and Rec cop show basically? Yeah, I mean, pretty much. I mean, there's like I haven't like watched enough episodes to form a huge opinion on, but it is relatively funny, um, and it kind of gives the vibe of Parks and Rec. Um, not really much of The Office, but kind of in a way, camera wise. Um, but yeah, it's it's a very promising show and a show that I need to 
watch all of it because I've heard it's gotten like really popular recently. Um, so yeah, Terry Crews is pitching ideas for Brooklyn Nine-Nine movie as the last season is upcoming soon. Next bit of news. So it's confirmed that these MCU movies and shows that are coming before the end of 2021. So we got What If, which we just talked about, Shang-Chi, The Eternals, Hawkeye, Spider-Man No Way Home, and Miss Marvel. So Ethan, I ask you, which out of these, which ones are you, which one are you most excited for? Dude, I just, if I get a trailer for Spider-Man No Way Home, <laughs> I just want to see, I, I don't know, man. It's just like they're pointing more and more towards the multiverse and like Doctor Strange is in the movie. And like, I don't know. I see these like leaks all over like social media about like, Ooh, new toys have been leaked. There are new like books that tie into <laughs> yeah. the movies have been leaked. And you see the words multiverse and you see the words like Spider-Man travels across and then you see Spider-Man. And like, I'm just like freaking out because like I need to see Andrew Garfield once again. Bro. <laughs> He's my favorite Spider-Man. Andrew Garfield. Maybe he wasn't the best Peter Parker, but as Spider-Man, he was amazing. Like the quips, the web slinging, the fight, the action. Dude, top tier. Toby's just like, like that that's a, he's like a, iconic but like yeah i'm gonna say no way home and then shang chi eternals and then hawkeye i don't really care for miss marvel did you know miss marvel she's gonna be using tech instead of she has in the comics she has powers like she can expand she's like mr fantastic in a way but not really yeah. she's like elastic she can get big she can expand but they just released that she's gonna just have tech that's her, her powers are gonna come from tech and that annoyed the crap out of me. That's the thing. Sorry. I know. Speaking of that, literally, if you go back, listeners, I'm sure you listen, but if you go back and listen to episode 23, Garrett talks about, about that same exact thing, how source material is important and how certain MCU movies or just superhero movies in general will, in a way, like skew their powers. So, like, for example, uh, with Miss Marvel or, right, Miss Marvel? That's the, yeah okay yeah. yeah so they'll understand that hey this is her actual powers but no let's give her tech instead uh so they're not really paying honor to that source material the comic books so just like just like taskmaster and black widow he talks about that taskmaster too. dude like you know how annoyed i was dude i haven't even seen the movie and that's why i won't see the movie because i found out like taskmaster like come on man like no, I, yeah, it's, it's, I totally understand, dude. Like I, I, I didn't know research on Taskmaster before I went to go see this and I probably should have. Um, so at first I was like, I watched it and I was like, okay, I mean, Taskmaster's cool or whatever. Uh, but then I go research because I saw the outrage of so many fans. Um, and then I start to understood, like, understand like, wow, they totally underpowered Taskmaster. Like, like, like to first of all, it's supposed to be a he. Yeah. Second of all, not supposed to have tech that can, like, it seems like every point they can't, like, I love Tony Stark, but every point they can in the MCU, they always want to give this person Stark tech. Like, I'm pretty sure Kamala, uh, Miss Marvel, her name's Kamala Khan, but I'm pretty sure they're going to give her Stark tech. Like, come on, dude. Like, yeah, it's time. It's, when it's time to move on, it's time to move on. It's annoying but yeah so anyway a headache yeah 
head, I got a headache from talking about that. Oh my gosh, what a guy! Um, exactly. Yeah, that's the MCU stuff that's coming out. I'm really excited, obviously, for What If. Um, just the concept of that's going to be dope. Um, Spider Man's yeah. going to be a zombie hunter, dude. Yes, I, I, I saw that the other day, and I was like, cloak. Oh, heck yeah, I'd be so sick. Yeah. Um, also, I'm get each each trailer that comes out. I'm getting really excited more and more for Shang Chi, um, just because I really don't know anything about him, um, okay. and I'm glad that and I'm I'm hoping that they do they uh, they do the Mandarin right instead of what, instead of what they instead do. of Iron yeah. Iron Man three bless that movie my gosh. See, um, see before this movie Shang Chi is coming out, like what you were just talking about, how they'll skew. The Mandarin and Iron Man 3, I think, is the biggest mistake they have ever made. Like, <laughs> that was bad. No, yeah, the, I, I love, I, I will I will die on a hill saying, it's an unpopular opinion, but I will die on the hill saying that Iron Man 3 is one of the best MCU movies, but that twist was so trash and took me out of the movie that quick. Um, but I hope that they... <laughs> I bet they will, but I hope they do the Mandarin better this time. Um, looks, good. Really, looks good so far. Yeah, it looked, all the trailers and whatnot, pictures, whatever, the suits, um, it looks really good. So I'm excited about that and the abominations in it. So that'll be cool. Um, also, like the Eternals, I'm not – I don't know much about the Eternals, um, and I really don't want to until I watch it. I mean, I'm going to watch it anyway. Uh, so I'd say I'm least excited about that one and also Miss Marvel. Um, but obviously, Hawkeye being, I'm, I'm gaining more hype and hype for Hawkeye. Um, as you know, I'm sure you've seen it online, but the end of. Yeah, um, she's coming to hunt down Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. So the post- do you think uh, Madam, what's her name? Madam Hydra, right? Do you think oh, she's yeah, going to show that's, up? That's a nickname, but I think like for sure for it's Mal. Mal, do you think she's going to show up in Shang-Chi to like recruit Abomination? I mean, she might. She might. I'm not really sure if Abomination is a part of any. Um, I feel like I feel like like they don't just stick them in there after 14 years. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, after what like 2008, uh, the last yeah, time the Incredible Hulk. Yeah, yeah, the, the Incredible last, Hulk. Yeah, the last time he showed up. Um, I can understand that. Maybe. I'm not really sure. Uh, I guess we'll have to see. But also uh, being the most excited for No Way Home. Um, as each and every week, I'm getting more anxious that a trailer is going to drop. Um, but also, too, like, I kind of don't want a trailer to drop because uh, I don't want to know much about it until I go see it. <clears throat> and all the surprises um, happen naturally. So we'll see. Um, next bit of news here. A live-action Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles film is in the works at Paramount Studios. Michael Bay is producing it with Colin and Casey Jost, or Jost, excuse me if I pronounced that wrong, is writing the script. This is confirmed, however, separate from the movie that comedian-slash-actor Seth Rogen is working on. So we're apparently getting two different live-action Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movies soon whenever they come out but is it like continuations of the other two that came out like a few years ago no i don't think it's going to be no. a continuation it'll be a compute uh wow excuse me complete uh reboot or something like that um okay okay what did you uh speaking of that what did you think of the 
live action ones that came out a couple of years ago. That one in like Out of the Shadows or whatever it was called. Yeah, I saw the first one and I was okay. I only watched the second one because the guy that plays Oliver Queen, Stephen Amell in the Arrow TV show played Casey Jones in that. So that's the only reason I watched it. I mean, I, I don't remember much of it, but, you know, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, it's always cool. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, Seth Rogen is going to do um, a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles one. I'm not really – I can't – I'm not really sure if it's live action or if it's animated. I guess we'll find out. Um, but Michael sure, Bay – but Michael Bay will do, be doing um, another one as well, which if actually, if I'm not mistaken, Michael Bay did the first two. Um, well, I'm not sure. Let me let me look that up real quick. Um, because I feel like he did the first two. Um, I think he did. Yeah, he did. So anyway, um, Michael Bay will be on that, which you don't know. You know, produce Transformers, uh, which we'll get to later when it comes to our topic. But uh, next bit of news here, uh, Mandalorian Season 3. I know you'll be excited about this one. Will reportedly start soon as lead actor Pedro Pascal is currently filming the video game adaptation of The Last of Us. Um, however, it will not conflict with the schedule of The Mandalorian, so everything is still in play. Uh, schedule is still good uh, for the popular Star Wars Disney Plus show. So I know you're definitely probably excited about that, as am I. Because the Mandalorian was dope as heck. Just the way that last episode was, man. I need to see more of that. <laughs> you see more of Luke Skywalker esque cameo or the. Intent- did you see the, the deep fake on YouTube? Like somebody <laughs> did their own deep fake and it looked better than the one. Yeah. Yes, and he got hired by Disney or yeah, I know. by Lucasfilms or whichever one of those corporations. But I was like, when I first saw it, I was like. The heck is that young Mark Hamill there? It was really cool. But uh yeah, what they did with um not only you know Mandalorian season one just coming out of nowhere, um, really that you know, a character that some would say wasn't that popular, people weren't that excited about. Um, but the way that John Favreau did it um was refreshing for Star Wars fans, especially coming off the newest trilogy. Um and the kind of the disappointment of that. Um, and then season two just kind of stepped it up a little bit, um, especially with the last scene, um, the last episode, the finale of season two was just amazing. Having Luke Skywalker come in like that, um, all the emotions there. Um, and you really, you really got to explore our main character, Mando, um, played by Pedro Pascal as well. And you fell for him. Um, because he shows him emotion too when it came to Baby Yoda. And obviously, the most popular character of the Mandalorian is Groku, Baby Yoda. Uh, so that has definitely helped it a lot. So hopefully, season three, uh, he'll come back. Uh, we're not too sure. Uh, obviously, he was taken away by Luke Skywalker. Um, but we'll probably focus more around Mando and more of his adventures and whatnot. Uh, in the galaxy in season three. So that's awesome. Next bit of news here. Um, let me scroll, make sure I got it. James Gunn, director and producer of the upcoming film. Uh, well, it won't be upcoming once this 
um, podcast come out, but he is the director producer of Suicide Squad, the reboot, has more DJ, DC projects waiting, apparently, to the DC film's president. Uh, the film uh, Suicide Squad, which hit August 5th, the day that we we're recording this, um, which, fun fact, came out the same day as the one in 2016 did. So, oh, really? did you see the original one? I did see the original one, which I can see again. It's one of those movies like that. I I understand why people didn't like it, and there were certain things that they did that I didn't like. Um, but also, like I sat down and I I kind of enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean, the way I think that, I did. Too. Yeah, I mean, it's not it's not it, it, by any means it's not amazing. It's not a top tier superhero movie whatsoever. Um, it's definitely one of the ones I do not like that I like the least. I better put that in more better phrasing. Um, like for example, what they did with the Joker and Jared Leto, like it's a little questionable for me. Um, but I mean, I still enjoyed it, uh, especially with the character, the, the actors that were playing and portraying the characters. Um, some did a good job, um, but this one. This new reboot that James Gunn is doing looks really good. And hopefully for you listeners, by the time you're listening to this, you have you would have seen it by now. And we hope you enjoyed it. I would probably see it here eventually. Um, and it's gotten Apparently, John Cena's in the movie, but I personally haven't seen him in any of the trailers. I haven't seen him. I haven't seen him at all. Yeah. Every time that John Cena's in something, I just don't see him. I don't understand why they cast him. Like, dude, they're just giving out money to somebody who's not there. <laughs> Man, I love John Cena. He's just he's so much fun in movies. Um, <coughs> excuse me, but yeah, he has more um, DC projects um, in his mind, in his back pocket, apparently. So hopefully, uh, DC will allow him to do that as he's kind of putting out a refreshing kind of movie for the DC universe, um, which we know has you know, kind of been a disappointment here or there. Um, but next pin of news, we got about three more here. So stay with us, guys. Cobra Kai season four hits Netflix in December. Which, yeah, yeah okay. That's what I thought. You've seen all three seasons so far? Oh, yeah. They're, they're awesome. Dude, awesome. It's such a good show, man. I'm so excited for it. It's going to be dope. Um, Next bit of news here, South Park creators make a massive, this is just freaking insane, $900 million deal with Viacom CBS, which includes 14 South Park movies, whether that's spinoffs or movies, you know, surrounding the main characters in the show. With so 900 million? 900 million? Yeah, 900 Like a, almost a billion? Yeah, like almost a billion dollar deal, bro. I know. Which, I mean, if you think about it, 14 movies okay i mean yeah it's quite a quite a bit of movies um so i mean when you when you look at it from that way but also that includes um more of course more seasons of south park um so when i dude when i first saw that i was like are you kidding me 900 million dollars dude have you you ever seen an episode i've seen a couple episodes yeah uh is it good is it funny i mean yeah there's there's certain parts that are funny it's not like it's not like that show and Family Guy are like are not my kind of humor, um, yeah. but I did find it funny the ones that I did watch, um, and I'm sure for the certain demographic of people or audience that watched it is gonna enjoy the crud out of this. 
Um, but, but yeah, nine hundred million dollar deal. Deal. Just imagine. That's more than. That's more than a lot of. NBA players make. Yeah, I know. It really is. It's quite insane. I had to throw in a little sports thing there. Um, and finally, for our weekly headlines, Deadpool three has a seventy reportedly has a seventy percent chance of filming next year. Ryan Reynolds, obviously the uh, lead actor that plays Wade Wilson or Deadpool, recently said that we are really actively developing it and getting it into pretty good shape. So that's pretty good news. Um, we're hoping, you know, we're hoping that they get to film it next year, which that means that they'd be able to get that out as soon as possible. Um, but with COVID and all that kind of stuff, you never know. That's why it's probably just 70%, but we'll see. Um, personally, I'm a huge fan of Ryan Reynolds in general, really funny guy, really good actor, super talented. Um, but also a fan of Deadpool. Um, as it is really funny. Um, the third one's going to be tied with the MCU, right? Like, yes. I mean, it yeah. should be. Yeah. Should be. It should be due to that Fox and Disney merger. Um, so, yeah, it might be. I think so. I'm pretty sure. But um, I hope so. Yeah. They might have to cut back on a couple things because, you know, it's MCU. And <laughs> well, they I, said they were going to keep it R rated. So. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't doubt that they're going to change that because I mean, if they made it PG's our team, like what's the point in Deadpool? Um, Did you but, see that Ryan Reynolds pitched an idea to Disney about a spinoff movie of him hunting down the person who killed Bambi's mom, yes. the hunter who killed Bambi's mom. Bro, bro I, I did see that that yesterday actually. And I was like, wow, do you know how, like, what? how, like how, Left he field wanted to interrogate. Yeah. Like, how out of left field that idea is, but how awesome that would be. What do you just come up with that? Like, he's probably watching Bambi with his kids and it's just like, I want to find them. And kill them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he probably is. I mean, being, you know, he Ryan Reynolds is just one of those actors that, you know, embraces the character and, like, is a almost exact replica of who Deadpool is, uh, humor-wise or whatever. So, like, with him, like, you can't think of anybody else that could do Deadpool. Tony Stark, you can't think of anybody else. Michael Scott, you can't think of anybody else other than Steve Carell. Logan. Wolverine. Logan. I wouldn't – I wouldn't. Hugh Jackman? <laughs> no yeah, so he – yeah, so he's one of those rare guys, rare actors that does that. True. It's just been really cool. Uh, so hopefully we get um, Deadpool uh, three as soon as possible um, in theaters. So man, let's that's it for our weekly headlines. Uh, let's transition to our episode twenty four topic of the day, which I haven't mentioned yet. But you know, in thinking about what to talk about, when Garrett was like, "Hey man, um, you can talk about this this certain movie. You can talk about a sports movie," and I really didn't want to talk about a sports movie. Um, kind of wanted to steer away from that. Um, but I was just thinking and then talking to you and I was like, let's see, let's not try to do a singular movie, but let's think of multiple movies. And then that thought turned into, oh, let's do franchises. Let's do franchises we like and ones that we don't like. 
um, and then why we like them or don't like them, whatever. So that's what our topic is today, guys, uh, Cinema Lounge listeners. We're going to talk about movie franchises. And what that means is, to me anyway, a franchise um, is basically a collection of movies or a series of movies. So we're looking at, I would say a franchise would be two or more movies in a certain um, in a certain universe or whatever, for lack of a better word. Um, so let's get into it. Ethan, I'm going to propose this question to you. Obviously, there's many um, famous franchise out there, ones that are beloved, ones that people mm-hmm. go to every single time they want to sit down and watch and binge. Um, but I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to ask you, what, what couple franchises do you really love and tell me why? You know, I was thinking about this earlier. Like, I love the MCU. I love Star Wars. I love all these different types of movie franchises, but I was thinking of one that I could sit and watch all day, every day, the Rocky franchise, bro. I love Sylvester Stallone, and I love Rocky Balboa. I could just, I don't know, man. I just love, I love, like, watching it, like, all the drama leading up to the fight, and then when the fight, like, starts fight like they start like the round starts and then you just hear eye of the tiger or you hear like any of the songs like i'm rocky is my favorite series will always be my favorite series man i i just can't i can't get enough of it rocky rocky four when he goes to russia to fight ivan drago so that was beautiful right and like ivan was like i will like like, he was like, I will break you. And like, no, you won't. Shut up, dude. Like, this is Rocky Balboa. Like, this is Rocky Balboa. What do you do? Like, yeah. Like, hey, uh, would you tie in the Creed movies to the Rocky franchise? Or do you think that's its own franchise? Creed. That's a great question. Um, I would I would tie it in. Well, no. Okay, well, no. Okay, it, Think about it in MCU terms. Like, what would what would be an example of that? So, like, let's say Iron Man has. Can we call it like the Rocky verse? Like the Rocky verse? Like, I mean, I guess like it's like a big umbrella, and you just got it's like a spinoff. Those are spinoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're spinoffs. I don't think they'll be a part of it. I think okay. Well, same universe. Okay. Well, I like the Creed movies too. I think Michael B. Jordan was amazing. Adonis Creed to play Apollo Creed's kid. And then I love that, you know, Rocky's still there, even though I think this next one will be his last one. Then he's done. I know, but, you know, Rocky, I just love it. I love, I I could could sit it all day. I could watch it all day. Yeah, Rocky is one of those classic ones. I I especially love four um, when he goes, beats the crap out of him. I I just love that uh, so much. And Creed, too, uh, although it's not, you know, part of the sequels or whatever it's part of that same universe and like you said it's it's really really good spinoff uh, which i bet many people you know thought wouldn't work but it has so far so um i love creed as well um for me since you went first one certain franchise that works for me ones that same with you bro like i go back and i can just watch over and over and not get tired of it and i'll try to stay away from mcu stuff for a little bit um oh I, really I, I thought it was gonna be the mcu i was no, expecting I, you I, to say end game 18 times <laughs> dude Endgame, it's a problem end game such a problem but no one series that i can sit down and watch all six movies of 
Can you guess? Okay. Well, I was gonna say Star Wars, but the well, certain, I mean, I don't count. I don't count the last three. The certain franchise has six movies. Can you guess? Who's the actor? I can't tell you that. It's gonna give it away, bro. Can you give me another actor? Simon Pegg. I don't even know who that is. <laughs> He's a Scottish guy. He played is it Lord of the Rings. No. Okay. Okay. Then what is it now? Mission Impossible. Ah, I've only seen the first three. I haven't seen the rest. I need to. Bam. Okay. So this franchise mm -hmm. is okay. So in my opinion, the first one, obviously it being the first one it came out uh, in the nineties, I believe it was, or early two thousands. It wasn't for me. I didn't really enjoy yeah. it. Um, but Tom Cruise being Tom Cruise, he's going to be great really in anything that he's in. Um, and the, the, the certain uh, scene, the certain stunt that he does, which I'm sure you've seen before where he comes out of the ceiling and he's in that rope and he's mm -hmm. coming down and like is that close to the floor. Uh, that was cool. Uh, that's one that I remember from that film. Um, and then two uh, stepped it up a little bit, got better. Uh, three was, it kind of, it kind of went backwards. Um, it was all right. Uh, the villain was okay. Uh, but then dude, which you need to see it four, five, and six ghost protocol rogue nation and fallout were just those if those could have been three separate movies by themselves it had been the best franchise ever i'm convinced but one two and three kind of hold them back all together but ghost protocol man the stunts that he does in ghost protocol yeah he does all of his own right yes especially yeah. on the tower in uh dubai yeah. i believe is where it was um, the fact that he did that, and then not only that, stepped it up in the fifth one, Rogue Nation, by going on the side of a freaking plane. Yeah, I saw the video for that. He was holding on to it. That was a he's, he's, he's got he's got balls. He's got big. He's got big ones. And then Kahuna's. And then, <laughs> and then yeah, and then um, Fallout being amazing as well, which I can't. I need to watch that movie again because I can't remember the stunt that he does um for the life of me but man it's just I heard in the next one he's going to be doing a stunt in space yeah i heard that too which i don't doubt um oh. whatsoever and you can understand the commitment that tom cruise gives because in the filming of fallout he broke his ankle um when he was just yeah, in the building uh which you kind of see in the film which is kind of funny once you know the context um but yeah, when you when you factor in, he does his own stunts, um, and the story. Yes, it's like oh, it's the cliche, you know, get these nuclear codes from this bad guy or whatever because you know he's gonna blow up everybody, he's gonna kill a bunch of people, you know that just that recycled plot that you see in spy action thrillers. Sure, it can be repetitive, but the way that they execute it. Um, and the characters that they have, which which I mentioned, Simon, uh, Simon Pegg being the actor um, in there, he's there for comic relief. He's really funny. Uh, you had Jeremy Renner in there for a little bit. He showed up in four and five, but didn't show up in six uh, because of Marvel stuff. Um, but the characters and the way that they execute them, the way that they develop them um, makes you care for them. Um, and it's just it's just an amazing franchise. Uh, one that I'm glad that I've experienced.
and I'll uh, I'll go next on the ones that work for me, and then I'll let you go next. Um, I also am super, super in love with the newer Planet of the Apes. No, I haven't seen it. You ever seen those, bro? I don't. Yeah, I'm not. I don't know. I don't know, man. I haven't tried them out. Dude, have you have, you knew there were, you knew there was older ones, right? Yeah, I know. I know about the older ones. I think I've seen Dawn. Yeah, I think I've seen that one. Or yeah, the other ones. Yeah, it's such a it's such a good franchise. You know, starting with um, oh Rise, yeah, starting with Rise of the Planet of the Apes, and then Dawn, and then War for that's the, the one I saw. Rise, yeah. Um, Rise obviously being really good with James Franco in there. Um, it it uh, established characters and whatnot. Um, but really the whole the whole franchise as a whole. Um, really made you, although they're apes, um, they made you in some way care for them, um, which I thought was really cool. Um, so that franchise is just dope as heck. And the action scenes that they do in there too, um, when they, you know, fight with humans or whatnot, it's just really dope. Um, so I would suggest watching that sometime, Ethan, for sure. But uh, what other franchise do you, man? What other franchises? Yeah. Uh, I've gotten into the Fast and Furious franchises recently. Bro! Yeah, those what are good. Those are, huh? Which ones have you seen? I've seen them. I've seen... I, I stopped it. The, the last one Paul Walker was in. Um, that was emotional. Yeah. It was. I need to... I, I stopped, and I don't really remember why... I haven't seen the rest. I think I, I got sidetracked with something, but like those are really good. I, those are really good. Like, I mean, like, you know, it, it was kind of weird how they like went from, you know, literal like street racing yeah. to like movies like Hobbs and Shaw where you got meta like superpowered, like not, but you know, you got like Captain America's up in there. Like, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, I like that one. That one was really good, but then but I mean, Karate Kid, Karate Kid's probably the one I go with. That one works for me. Yeah. I, I only count the ones with Daniel LaRusso. I don't like the Jaden Smith one. I don't like the one with that girl. Just Daniel LaRusso. Yeah. What uh what do you like about the Karate Kid franchise? Well, I like I like older movies, first of all. I like that it's vintage, you know. I just like it's like I feel like older movies, they're kind of just like quirky a little yeah. bit and like uh it just seemed a little off and like the fighting scene fighting scenes in some movies seem a little weird but i feel like that wasn't really the case with the karate kid it was very well put together and like you know the like all valley tournaments were dope like the fighting you know the crane the infamous crane kick and then uh the second one when they went to uh China or Japan, whichever I can't ever tell the part, tell them apart. But when they uh, had that little uh, fight at that festival at the end, and then the third movie, those were all great. And then you got the Cobra Kai show. That I, that was I, I like Karate Kid. It's it's one of my favorites, and I feel like it works for me. Yeah, Karate Kid is a classic, man. It's one of those that you know 
you remember certain scenes from and you remember uh, the tournament um, and how awesome that was and how um, Cobra Kai was trying to break Daniel. Um, but it's, yeah, it's such, such a great, such a great franchise. I'm blanking on so many names. Um, Daniel is a character. Um, Mr. Mr. Miyagi. Mr. Miyagi, my gosh. I don't know why I was blanking on that. Um, uh, uh, John. No, it's not John. It's a. Oh, I'm, I'm blanking. Terry, you got Terry. I almost said Cruz. Terry Silver. <laughs> yeah. Terry Silver, you got. Who what was the name of a. I think his name was John. The name, the. He was the sensei for Covert Kai, the one from the military. Yeah, his name is John something. John, I can't remember his name. I don't, I, I'm so bad right now. I'm just not remembering I, the names. I can't even remember the name of Terry or Daniel's like rival. Johnny. 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 Well, yeah, because he's in the Cobra Kai series. Dang. Yeah, I know. I, oh, man. I just excuse us. Like, yeah. yeah, excuse us right now. We might not sound so, like real fans, but uh, I had, I, I had, I, it's been a long day. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, you work, bro. You're all good. Uh, I was just blanking on so many names. Um, but yeah, Karate Kid, such a classic franchise. Um, one franchise that uh, works for me as well. Uh, it's more on the animated side. Um, and one that I, I go back and watch. And when I watch it, I kind of, you know, I enjoyed it as a kid, but I can enjoy it now as, as a 20-year-old. Uh, that being Toy Story. Which, man, when the first one come out came out, um, I watched it, you know, as a kid. Uh, obviously, I wasn't alive when it first came out, but um, I watched it as a kid, really enjoyed it. Of course, I loved Woody and Buzz um, and all the toys there, and I was that kid that wanted all the toys. I wanted a Woody. I wanted a Buzz. I wanted the T-Rex. I wanted uh, I wanted Jessie, although she came in the second movie, um, but that's what Toy Story did for me. I fell in love with that, and being the second one, um, I would say probably, you know, if I were to criticize it um, as, you know, person that, you know, cares about movies now, it's probably the weaker one of the franchise, uh, but still really good and memorable stuff from it as we got introduced uh, to Jesse. Um, and then the third one being, in my opinion, the best one and one of the best animation films I've ever seen. Um, just how they handled that with the messages that they sent, um, how sometimes when you're, you know, with Andy growing old, uh, he had to let go um, of his toys. And that could be a bigger message as it's hard for us to let go of some things. Uh, but when we do, it gives us peace. It can give us peace. Um, so just the message they had behind that was just amazing. Um, a, lot of, a lot of memorable stuff from it. Also, you know, the last scene, the emotional scene of Andy leaving and all the toys sitting, um, I'm blanking at her name again, um, at the new owner's house. Um, the little girl, I cannot remember her name for the life of me. I feel so bad. Um, but as Andy's leaving, you know, all the toys are watching him leave. He's going to college and Woody's like, so long partner. Um, and that was the last line. And that was pretty dang emotional. You know, watching that as a young kid, I think it was when it first came out, but um, even getting emotional watching it now. Um, so it's really great movie, uh, but also four coming out not too long ago, uh, which I was kind of skeptical about 
the fourth one coming out because of how the third one ended. Um, but it was fine. It was a fine addition. Um, it focused a lot on uh, Woody and Buzz, um, mainly on Woody. Um, but it did focus on Buzz and Woody a little bit in their relationship. So that was a good movie. Um, but in general, in far of impact of my life, Toy Story definitely is out there. Um, a franchise that has meant a lot to me and one that I could go back and watch multiple times. Um, and one that's classic among, you know, people who love animation or people who love Disney or just in general. Um, Cause I mean, it's just one of those movies you can throw on um, one, two, three, or four and kids would watch the heck out of that and enjoy it. Um, so that's what makes it great. Um, what about you, bro? Do you got a, you got a couple more that you like before we get into ones that we don't really care for. Or we don't think that work. Okay. Uh, fine. Uh, Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. You know, it's okay. He's my, probably not my favorite Spider-Man. He's not my favorite Spider-Man, but it's a classic. And, you know, watching, seeing that for the first time, like sparked my love for Spider-Man. Like Spider-Man's my favorite superhero to ever exist. He's, I love him. And, like, he was my favorite so much, I had to be sent to the doctor and to the emergency room for letting spiders bite me because I wanted to be Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah, like, it was bad, man. Like, I had a problem. I, like, oh, I dreamt about being Spider-Man. I dreamt about crawling up and down walls. Like, I don't know, man. When you also said that a franchise could be two movies, so I'm using the first two because I just try not to remember the third movie. But... <laughs> You know, that first movie was awesome. You know, you got William Defoe playing Green Goblin. He did a great job at it. Um, that was a good, um, what's the name? What's, what's, what do you call it? It was like a coming of age story, coming to, like becoming a superhero story. Like, that was really cool. And then the second movie was just amazing. Like, they introduced Doc Ock. You got Alfred or whoever. That played Doc Ock, and he's going to be returning in No Way Home. Uh, it definitely was the best. You know, um, that definitely was the best. Yeah, of that, that, that franchise. That was. I don't know, man. Toby like that. That was a good movie, and I could sit down and watch that again. Like that. I don't know. That was good. The the my favorite scene from that movie is when he stops the train. And then, you know, he, like, passes out, but they all catch him and they carry him inside the train. And they're just like, he's just a boy. He's just a kid. <laughs> that, that was cool. That 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 kind of touched my heart. I was like, dang. Yeah, they definitely dang. humanized him. Yeah, yeah, humanized him. That's perfect, yeah. And then they just, like, kind of handed him the mask and he puts it on. And then, you know, he jumps out of the train and goes saves the day. That was awesome. So he goes and saves uh, Mary Jane from Doc Ock. Yeah. That was that was a really cool scene. That 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 movie in particular was really good, and we can forget about the third one. Um, yes, we can. Like we can say, who who? Why do you get Topher Grace to play Eddie Eddie Brock? Like the kid from '70s show to play Eddie Brock? They like, totally, man, come on. They totally did Venom wrong, bro. And Eddie wrong. Venom and Eddie, they totally did him wrong. They did him wrong, yeah. And you know, excuse me. They also, I mean, I. I liked and I empathized with um, the Sandman and his motives, but like yeah. to have him and Venom in the same movie was kind of yeah. a little overcrowding. 
especially with Green Goblin too, Harry. Yeah, um, yeah they're goblins. You know, he turned good or whatever towards the end, but still, like, it was a little overcrowded, so that's why it really didn't work. Um, but franchise as a whole, it was good. I would agree with that. Um, well, I read that Sam Raimi didn't even want it that way, but um, whatever. Who was it? What was the name Sony? of the films? Huh? It was Sony? Yeah. Yeah, they just pushed it on him. and He, like, he had plans for these three villains, but he was, like, more spread out, like, into, like, a six-movie franchise. But, like, have you read, like, they dropped the, uh, he, he posted on Twitter, like, the script for the fourth movie. It's, like, a lot of pages, but I read it. Oh, that was brilliant. It should have happened that way, but it didn't. Oh, well. Is it still on online or is it taken down? No, you. I'm sure you could find it. It's, like, 40 pages, 50 pages. Like, I, it's, I'm, I'm going to say it took me a minute to read it, but it was, like, like it talked about uh, Vulture. It talked about shocker it had all different types of villains in there and it was like more story to peter like him and mary jane that that was i was like why didn't it happen this way yeah i'll definitely but yeah you should know yeah, yeah definitely check that out uh but moving on to f- franchises that don't work uh because that we we know when it comes to franchises it's it's usually it, you can do really well with the first one and you can do really well or even better the second time and step it up but over the course of film history sometimes people are not as engaged when it comes to the third one um so sometimes it doesn't work but in general there's some franchises that just don't work in all three or all four all five six movies or whatever uh but they continue to make them anyway for you know there's people that do love them or cash grab so i'm gonna I'm going to start out with one of the franchises that I have, and I'll let you speak on that. But one franchise that I know, I bet that they try their hardest, but it just has not worked for me. And every time I watch it, even the first one, which is considered the best one, I still cringe um, and I don't really enjoy it. But the Transformers franchise Yeah, I haven't seen one of them since like the first. I haven't, I haven't bothered. Your audio is pretty choppy right now, my guy. Here, try try getting. Uh, are you good? Yeah, yours is too. It's choppy. I don't know. Audio is choppy. Yeah. Yours is too. You want me to okay. leave okay. and come back? No, I got you okay, back. We're good. I got you back. I got you back. We're good. Uh, you haven't seen them since the third grade, you said? Yeah, I haven't seen since the third one. I haven't given a bother, given a chance. Yeah, it's just, I mean, it's just, to me, it's like the casting of uh, Shia LaBeouf is fine. Like, I liked him. Uh, he was a funny character. Um, but obviously with Megan Fox being in there with, you know, guys mainly just wanting to watch because of her. Um, I didn't, I really found her annoying. Um, instead yeah, of, you know, the person that you're attracted to or that, or that girl that everybody crushes about. I didn't really think that I was just like, dang, she's annoying. Um, but yeah, the way that they treated them um, and the other certain characters that came in um, were just not 
work for me and you know the certain storylines that they chose um you know the first one was fine obviously that was the basic plot line but you know when it came to rise of the fallen i believe is what the second one's called um that was still like i didn't really enjoy that one uh the third one dark dark of the dark of the something with moon in it man i don't even remember dark of the moon dark of the moon moon. okay yeah the third one being dark of the moon um that was i will say it was a lot better than the second one or first one uh but still with the characters it just was not executed well um and how they progressed throughout the story i didn't really enjoy um but then it really went downhill with um the fourth one with Mark Wahlberg when it started coming in, Age of Extinction, I believe is what it was called. Um, oh, how about the dogs? I know, man. Who let the dogs out? <laughs> but with Age of Extinction, um, and then the fifth one, which I can't even, I still, I don't, oh, uh, The Last Night, I think. Um, the fifth one still wasn't good for me. And Michael Bay was a part of all those, which Michael Bay, he has some good films. Uh, don't get me wrong, but um, that was just a franchise that he shouldn't have done um, because you could tell it was his style. And um, it kind of was just a little too much for me. I didn't really care for it. I didn't really care about the characters. Uh, and I haven't even mentioned the Autobots and Decepticons um of course i loved bumblebee Uh, i think they did him well he was funny um he was bad a for lack of a better word he was dope as heck um optimus prime he had some great redeeming moments uh really cool scenes um but as far as that uh megatron um i wish was in more and you know i wish he would would have done more um but you know, it is what it is. And everybody else, I didn't really, you know, care for as much as those three. Um, so there could have been better execution um, as far as that. But yeah, that franchise is one that I don't really go and watch or really think about anymore. Um, as it's a franchise that I've watched all of them, probably multiple times now, but ones that I've not considered ever rewatching again. So what about you, man? You got one that you don't really watcher you know i got i got one that can i what can i say a movie that i do not think should get a sequel yes the joker why i don't think the joker should get a sequel because of how good it is because of how good it is yeah i don't think i think a second movie would ruin especially if they're not gonna have like i get like during this time bruce wayne is a kid but i don't want to see another batman because they already got Robert Pattinson. They got Ben Affleck. They got Michael Keaton returning as Batman. I don't need to see another person cast as Batman. Because I know in the second movie, I heard I read something about a time jump. And, like, it might be, like, a few years later, Joker's the king of, like, he's the prince of Gotham. Like, he's taking over everything. And then you've got Batman rising up. But it will be, like, from the Joker's point of view is what I read. And I don't want that to happen because I don't need to see another Batman. And I feel like it'll just ruin it, you know? Like, if they made this Joker tie into, like, Robert Pattinson's Joker or Batman, I'm all for it. But I just, I think the Joker, the first movie, was just amazing. And I think they kind of ended it with, like, it seems like 
you know, Joaquin Phoenix was like, I think not like, you know, it was just mental. Like, like I feel like it, to me, it seems like it all just happened in his head. Like, you know, going to them, going like, right. He went to, on that talk show and he shot the guy and then, you know, he was all, all throughout the city being crazy, doing Joker things. Whatnot. I felt like it all happened in his head. And this entire time he's been in the asylum. And like, it just needs to stay that way. I don't want to see the second movie. That's just me, though. That's a fair opinion. Hey, man, that's a fair opinion. Look, Joker is one of those um, top five movies of all time for me. Um, yeah, really, it's a great movie. Really loved it. Joaquin Phoenix killed Arthur Fleck and he killed Joker. Um, and at first I thought, wow, this, this would be really good if it was just a standalone film. Um, but of course it made so much money. Um, you know, so, so the studio is going to pressure or fans are going to pressure them to make a second one because of how much movie, I mean, excuse me, how much money they made. Um, but as far as the second one, um, I would not, I, I would agree with you and that it might ruin it, but also it couldn't depending on what they do. Um, and I'm kind of on the side of trusting um, what they would do with that. Um, but that totally does not rule out the possibility that, you know, if they were to do an up and coming story of another Batman, that it would just be literally another Batman in recent history. Like we've had Ben Affleck and Robert Pattinson, and now potentially another one, all within a span of seven years. So well, Christian Bale too. Christian Bale. Yeah, so even 10 years. So the fact that we've had that many Batmans redone and recycled through, it's just, yeah, I can see where that can be a little tiring. Like, um, like, like literally in the last, like, I want to say like 20 plus years, you have Michael Keaton, Val Kilmer, George, George freaking Clooney with his nipples <laughs> on his bat suit. <laughs> You got Christian Bale, got Ben Affleck. I mean, even if you count David Mazou from Gotham, the TV show. Have you seen that show? I have not, but I've seen clips of that. You have to. That is a Joker. dope show. Yeah. That is an amazing show. Yeah, yeah, the Joker in that show was amazing. But, yeah, I just I don't want to see another Batman. Like, I, I'm ready for Robert Pattinson to be Batman because his trailer was amazing, and that made me, like, really, like, uh, I have, uh, I'm just... I need a. I don't need another Batman, you know. Yeah, no, I totally understand. Like, I don't understand why they would want to do that. Um, but we'll see. You know. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. see. Do a Joker two. We'll see what they even do. Whether they do a different version of Joker from a different universe, or they go the route of um, Arthur Fleck inspiring another Joker, and we go through his story. So. Yeah. I mean, you never know. They could do probably a lot of stuff. Um, you know, uh, in the new Flash movie that's coming out, Flashpoint, yeah. Ezra Miller's Flash is going to change everything, and it'll make Michael Keaton's Batman the canon Batman for the DC Extended Universe. And, like, something with Ben Affleck. I'm not sure if he doesn't exist or whatever, but it's going to make Jared Leto's Joker. He's not the real Joker. He's just somebody who took inspiration from Jack Nicholson's Joker from the Michael Keaton movies. So like Jared Leto is not even the real Joker. It's Jack Nicholson. He just took inspiration. Hey, you know, they could, yeah, that's really cool. They could go that same yeah. route with uh, Joker too. Just inspiring somebody yeah. to be uh, a psychopath killer. Um, but 
as yeah. far as any uh, franchise you don't care for, is there one that you can think of? I know you mentioned one before the show, but. You mentioned, you mentioned Star Trek. Oh, yeah, I, I don't care for Star Trek. I, uh, I like the new movies. I like the newer Star Treks. Like, I know it's a, it's like a different timeline of what would have happened in one of the older Star Trek movies. Yeah, I like him. I like him. Uh, I like Chris Pine. I think he's a good actor, and I think he, like, I really don't have anything comparing to to the original. Um, what's his name? I don't. I don't remember his name. Uh, but I just I like the I like the newer Star Treks. The older ones I can't get into. Like I just I, I've tried. They're just old, and they're just they they seem so splotchy, and they seem so quirky. Like it's just. And then the fight scenes are literal. I'm pretty sure it's Play-Doh that they're just playing with. And but I just, I can't, I can't sit there and watch them. I can't. And I just, like, I understand they're a classic, but I can't get into them. Especially when you, if you want to watch it all in order, you have to watch like five seasons of the show, then a movie, another movie, another movie, and then like go back and watch this other show that came out later. It's awful. Like you got one movie, you got like half of it in the 70s and then the other half in the early 2000s for the middle part and then the third part is like in the 80s it's just like the continuation is messed up and i just can't i can't yeah. focus on that I, I don't want to take my time to do that no i i totally understand man um i haven't i don't really care for the older ones um i've watched all three of the newer mm-hmm. ones and i i do enjoy those oh, excuse me oh it was coming um i tried to catch but um yeah, the newer ones are a lot better in my opinion, but that's a franchise that I don't really go back and yeah. watch all the time like I would the other Star movies, Star Wars. Um, yeah. Can, can those last movies be a franchise that we don't like? Your, your audio is... Wait, are you back? Yeah, I think so. What did you say? I said, can the last three movies of Star Wars be like a franchise we don't like? Because they count as what are they? Yeah, they're it counts as a reboot, sequels? right? The sequels, right? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. You can. I'll. I'll let you I'm, count it because I know that they're not that strong, bro. They're not really that good. We didn't get to talk about it. I'm sure people know that. Um, I'd say Force Awakens was the best one out of them, but other than that, yeah. A lot of these choices that they made were just not good. Uh, I, like, man, I like the Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, that was. I only yeah. like the fighting scene, like with Ben Solo when he comes out. That was awesome. Yeah, I think Rise of Skywalker, in you know, in certain areas, was eh. And when they decided to literally copy yeah. the same exact thing that Avengers Endgame did. Um, with the whole ships in the air and backing up, you know, I'm like, are you kidding me, bro? Literally, this was Captain America with Black Panther coming in first, and then everybody that uh, that that made me mad. Um, but anyway, yeah, that franchise that that those three movies were kind of whack. But man, let's go into our to close the episode because that's all the franchises I had franchises I didn't care for, didn't care for. Um, Man, let's get into our recommendations. Do you is there any movie? I know that by the time that 
you guys are listening to this, um, you know, Jungle Cruise would have been out by now with Dwayne Johnson and Emily Blunt, which I'm hoping to see that soon. Um, Suicide Squad would have been out. Um, Old would have been out and other couple of movies like that. But I know for a fact, just for your guys' information for when you listen to this, Free Guy uh, with Ryan Reynolds is going to be coming out. Um, I believe it's what it's August 13th or something like that. Um, as, as well as Respect, which stars um, Jennifer Hudson, Hudson, which is the life story of the R&B singer, legendary one, Aretha Franklin. So that looks to be kind of cool. Um, and also to just another popular one that'll be coming out is Don't Breathe 2, the sequel to the first Don't Breathe, which is a horror movie. Um, so that'll be, those are movies that are coming up. But as far as weekly recommendations, um, Ethan, do you have any recommendations for the Cinema Lounge podcast listeners? Uh, I've got two TV shows. Uh, yeah. This is, first one is like more like, it's like for you superhero lovers or like you know uh, titans on hbo max it's called titans it's yeah. a live action tv show of the teen titans you know you've got robin got robin beast boy um starfire raven you got all superboy that's a real good show there's two seasons right now then you've got the third season that comes out next not this friday but next friday that's a real good show it's a little darker take on the the team and the superheroes and it's not tied in to the dc extended universe it's not connected to any of that it's just its own little world within the multiverse but it's really good and that's a suggestion of mine and then game of thrones yeah game of thrones is a little uh you know it's oh i wouldn't suggest it to young kids but it's it's a good show the the last two seasons were kind of eh but the rest of it, oh man, that's this, that's the only reason I want to see the Eternals because it has Kit, Kit Harrington, who plays Jon Snow, and then uh, shoot, I can't remember his name, but he plays. Um, okay, it's been a long day. I can't remember his name either. But um, <laughs> yeah, Game of Thrones is a really good show. Yeah, for sure, man. Uh, those are great recommendations. So for you Cinema Lounge podcast listeners, uh, go check that those out. Those sh- both should be on HBO Max um, if you want to go watch those. Uh, as far as me, uh, I have two movies that I would recommend to you guys. Uh, one being Old, um, which was directed uh, and written by M. Night Shyamalan. Um, M. Night Shyamalan, or Shyamalan, one of those. Um, sorry if I mispronounced that. I think it's Shyamalan. Um, but he uh, he directed and wrote, um, you know, the trilogy of movies, which I didn't even talk about. That is a franchise, but that's a good one. Uh, Unbreakable and then Split. And then oh, yeah, that is a good movie. He did those. Yeah, yeah he did. the He did those three movies. Both all three were pretty good, um, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, he did this movie and it's, it's really, you know, I won't say that it's a perfect movie, um, but the concept of, you know, a family going to an island and rapidly aging by the minute, uh, was really interesting. And some things that they did were really cool and really freaky. And then some things that they did was, you know, could have been better, but I would recommend go seeing it, um, as it was a very good, you know, experience to watch. 
And the second movie I would recommend is the ninth installment of Fast and Furious. Man, when I, when I first heard about the ninth one coming out, which I know they're doing more, um, but they're expanding the universe a lot more. But when I first saw that, you know, a ninth one was coming out, I was like, man, when are they just going to stop it? They could have stopped it at seven and whatnot with Paul Walker being gone anyway. Um, but man, the ninth one was really good. I enjoyed all of it. And the, the, the fact that they brought back a certain character um, was cool, which I, you probably already know who they brought back, uh, but some might not. Um, but they bring back a certain character, and that was really cool. They used You're talking about at the end, at the very end, like when that car pulls up. No, so they they brought back uh, a character for the whole movie, um, but I will not say uh, his or her name, just because spoiler warning or whatever. Uh, but that was cool to watch, um, and you know, you know the same thing with Mission Impossible. Like they try to what up what they did in the last movie. Um, and I feel like in some ways they did, and in some ways, you know, it was just another, it was more action than cars, but they did go back to cars a little bit more than they did in eight, which eight was more of a spy thriller, which I didn't really care for, but nine was a whole lot better than eight, in my opinion, and even in some ways better than some of the older ones. Um, so that was good. So those are my two uh movie recommendations. Uh, Ethan, do you have any other thoughts before we close out, man? Oh, I do not. All right, man. Hey, well, again, I, I appreciate you uh, for coming on with me. Uh, you were a guy that I thought about when I was asked to do this, so I'm glad you were able to do it. Uh, guys, go listen to uh, the podcast that Ethan is on, uh, Sports and Donuts, which I am a part of as well. Uh, so go go, uh, go listen to our podcast, Sports and Donuts, wherever you listen to podcasts, and go follow us on Instagram, all the things right there. Uh, that's all I got. That's all the plugging I need to do um, because this is not my show. This is Garrett's show. Um, but guys, thank you for listening to episode 24 of the Cinema Lounge podcast. We appreciate you guys. We love you. Garrett will be back next week. Just go watch movies, man.